Welcome to Minnesota. Welcome to Wisconsin. Whatever you call it, Minnesota and Wisconsin are neighbors in a unique corner of the upper Midwest. It's a place of winding rivers, deep blue lakes, endless trails. And don't forget the cheese. I'm Mark Nikolaski, a lifelong Minnesota journalist from Duluth who's traveled the world and knows my home state is more than snow, cold, and losing football teams. I'm Keith Ulig. I live in Wausau, right in the center of the state, and I write for the newspaper here. Join us as we explore all the beauty, culture, and adventure in the great states of Wisconsin and Minnesota. If you live here, we'll take you beyond the farm fields and Twin Cities nightlife. If you're visiting, we'll show you all the places that make our state special. Join us on our adventures in Wisconsin. You mean Minnesconsin. No, Wisconsin. Minnesconsin. Wisconsin. Minnesconsin. Wisconsin. Yes, we've all been hunkering down in Minnesconsin and Wisconsin, trying to ride things out. Keith, let's just uh, let's just take our mind and and drift down the Mississippi River uh, along that Minnesconsin Wisconsin border, south of the Twin Cities. Let's just get look on up, that, that. Look out for the barge, Mark. Yeah, yeah, there's a barge. Yeah, up, oh, up, oh, and we're going through. Well, we went through a lock and dam. That was real easy. <laughs> but uh, we'll uh, just cruise on down in that little uh, log raft that you made, and we'll stop in Trempolo, Wisconsin. Trempolo, Minnesconsin, Wisconsin. And uh, gosh, what a little neat little town this is. Yes, it is. It is. Hiking, you know, we, hiking, state parks, bluffs, Mississippi River, eagles. Oh, yeah. Eagles and uh, just a classic uh, hotel there, too. Yep, Cowboy Hotel. Oh, yeah, Cowboy Hotel, exactly. The Trempolo Hotel, Keith. Uh, let's talk about this place. All right. Uh, it is uh, It is an experience to stay there. And, uh, well, I've stayed there twice. I've stayed there twice, too. Yeah. Well, we were there once together on the bike ride. We were there once together on the bike ride. Uh, yep, it's it's like an old bunkhouse with a bar in the in the bottom with a a really actually wouldn't you say a good re how would you classify the restaurant in uh, Trempolo Hotel? Fine dining. It was yes. fine dining, especially for Minnesota and Wisconsin. I agree. A fine dining experience. It's it, it, it opened my eyes to vegetarian burgers. Their oh, walnut, their yes. walnut burger, their walnut burger is superb. It is. I'm, I'm hoping they're still open. I'm hoping they still serve the walnut burger. I have no idea. It's been a few years. Well, it, uh, you know, the COVID has uh, hurt everybody. I'm sure, but uh, yeah, no, their website says they're still going, and uh, you know, yeah, that dining room with the creaky wooden floors and all the old historic black and white uh photos on the wall of uh life in the valley yeah yeah steamboats oh uh, yeah steamboats and uh trains is that where uh, we we sat out this was on our bike trip right mark and and we yeah. were tired that night and we had dinner and is that where we just sat out on their veranda and just watched the river kind of slowly flow by yep i think you're right yeah the, the the it's just you could throw a football from the veranda to the river yes um and if there's no train going by it yes. would go 
in the water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we probably should. So if you want to stay at the Trempolo Hotel, and we, I think both Mark, you and I, we we see absolutely have to stay at the Trempolo Hotel. Yep. But you probably should not expect to sleep a lot or have a deep night's sleep. <laughs> so the railroad, uh, the railroad, you could throw a football in the river, and between the hotel and the river is is uh, probably one of the busiest railroads in in Minnesconsin, for sure. Uh, you're right. Trains yeah. regularly go rumble through there. And then I remember, I don't know if it was in this trip or if it was um, a previous trip that I was there, and uh, they have no air conditioning, so I had the windows open. It was summertime. Not oppressively hot, but warm. And there was a nice breeze flowing in, but I had sort of the curtains open a little bit so that the air could come into the room. And in the middle of the night, it was like, all of a sudden, it was like this shining light. It was like, I don't know, uh, the glow of God coming through <laughs> that uh, that window. And it turns out, it, is there a lock and dam there? There was a barge going through, and it had this huge spotlight on it. And I have no idea why they would be shining the spotlight into the into my uh, into hotel, hotel room. But uh, that's what it was, and it was it was like you. you you open up the window, and there's a building outside floating <laughs> floating by. Those barges, I think they're like four stories high. <laughs> the hotel is two stories high. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, the whole building just shakes when those trains come when by. When the trains go by. They're, they've got the, they got the pedal to the metal in that area because they're just blasting between, you know, the Twin Cities and uh, probably – you I know, think Chicago, lacrosse, something like that. Yeah, I think it's a Chicago Twin Cities line, and it's one of the like top one of the one of the historic uh, rail lines. You know, I know, yeah. I know there's spurs uh, off of that line that end up in central Wisconsin in the like Marshfield area and stuff like that. And these are freight trains. These are freight trains yes. loaded, loaded with cargo, and uh, they're. Uh, they just make the whole building shake, and well, I guess the good thing that they're they're going by so fast that it doesn't last a long time. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty uh, earthquake like experience. It's like the a closest scene. thing you can get to the closest thing you can get to an earthquake in Minnesconsin. Yeah, yeah, like a scene from the the early scene of Blues Brothers. Yeah. So how. F- how often do they go by? So often you don't even notice. Yeah, yeah. But it's really a beautiful hotel, and, uh, you know, it's very well kept, and uh, the period uh, furniture and art in there, and, uh, you know, the bar, of course. And they also have a big backyard that kind of goes down towards the river, and they have uh, they have live music uh, in a little uh, gazebo. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, you could spend a whole weekend there uh, oh, yeah. just at the hotel. Uh, Jen and I actually went to Tremplo and did not stay at the hotel, Keith. Uh, we stayed uh, at Perot State Park. Is that how you pronounce it? Perot? Well, I'm guessing. I'm not uh, a Frenchman. It is. Uh, yes, I guess it is. Uh, 1732, a French fort was built on Perot's 
winter camp. I mean, this is, if Corot was there in the fall of 1685, this is about uh, as early as a white man's history as, uh, as possible. But native history yeah. goes way back in Corot. Uh, so I, I just have the website up here. But I just know, yeah. if you remember, all you, all you listeners who have been listening from early on, I was at uh, the Azatlan uh, State Park where I talked about sort of the prehistoric, uh, prehistoric community found there. There was a, a similar type uh, community in Perot. And it says here that uh, research shows that archaic period tribes were in what we now call Perot State Park as early as 7,000 years ago. Whoa. Yep. Wow. I mean, you, you, when you're running, so like uh, when I was there, when I was there at the time that you were not with me, uh, I was there for a conference and I, uh, a bunch of the people that I uh, went to these, uh, this conference or meetings with were runners and we went running along, along the river and into Perot State Park. And it's like, you know, we were running in ancient history in the footsteps of, of people so long ago you know it, it really is it's it's amazing place yeah it's you really get a sense of that uh, first nations and uh, you know why they settled there too because it's such a beautiful spot mm -hmm. and uh, it's you know just protected by these high bluffs and uh, right next to the river and uh, forests just over the hill kind of thing uh, with all kinds of wildlife i'm sure uh, so yeah, I mean, you could definitely see why uh, Native Americans picked that spot to to mm -hmm. live. Mm -hmm. um, we just camped there, and uh, it was uh, quite a spot, you know. I mean, there were a lot of trails and beautiful hiking in that uh, in that uh, park. Yeah. Uh, you can go up to the top of those those bluffs, and, yeah. and you just get these jaw-dropping views of uh, of the the river valley that just stretches as far as you can see, with bluffs on either side, or this wide open. I mean, the Mississippi right there, Keith, is just uh, you know it's right near Lake Pepin, really coming out of yeah. Lake Pepin. Yeah, a little south of Lake Pepin, north of La Crosse. Yeah. It's a it's a, a special place. I, uh, you know, another, yeah, I another thing I like about uh, Trempeleau is we're doing our Minnesconsin uh, City Spotlight. And uh, the thing, I guess, you know, the way I discovered Trempeleau, I'm pretty sure, is, you know, the, the bike club they have there, uh, Trempeleau Trail. Mm -hmm. Amazing uh, bike routes and biking in that, in that uh, Trempeleau County. That Driftless area, right? Yes, Trempeleau County is probably one of the first, let's say, government or, you know, area of Wisconsin outside of Madison um, that really embraced cycling as a as a thing. And they, and, they, and they saw the value of it in terms of attracting tourists there. And there, I don't know how many uh, routes that, that group has. I haven't, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the group itself, but I've seen some of their maps. 
and uh, you know they're they just send you off outside away from the river and then back in. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking, stuff. I'm looking at their uh, website now. And they have 19 loop loop uh, routes on their their website that you can follow, and uh, and that's it. You're like you said, it's it's a loop, so you're going out and you're coming back. Uh, so that's just really helpful. Uh, to have somebody uh, lay those out for you in such detail. Um, yeah, I mean, top of the world, you know, that's one of their loop uh, rides. Uh, there's the Tour de Trump series. Um, there's all kinds of uh, great routes. And, and uh, Jen and I, our producer, uh, Jen, uh, did a, a, biking, uh, a biking vacation down there. Oh, mm -hmm few years ago yeah i remember uh this uh, this there's a good story yes it led to quite an adventure as uh, yeah. we were doing one of the routes and uh, i mean the hills are steep uh yes, are. bluffs are steep in in uh, outside of trempolo and uh you know we were going up one of the hills and uh, i just blew out my chain and uh you know that's one thing you blow out your chain there's nothing you can do i mean uh yeah, you can change your tire and, uh, you know, you can fix a brake problem or something like that on the road. But if you blow a chain, unless you have the right tools, you're stuck. You can and, coast uh, for a long time. You could. You could. I, we, we messed around with it. Uh, couldn't get it. And, uh, you know, you say, well, I guess we have to start walking. And uh, lo and behold, somebody in a... A uh, horse, somebody with a horse trailer, a giant pickup truck with a horse trailer, pulling a horse trailer, stopped for us. No and, kidding. Uh, yep, stopped for us. They were super nice, a couple. And uh, they uh, they said, uh, well, you know, what can we do? And uh, he said, well, we need a ride back to my, to my truck. And so he said, well, no problem. And they took the two... Uh, bicycles and just put them in the back with the horses no kidding <laughs> they had horses with them sure yeah yeah they had horses they were coming back yeah well we figured out what we chatted with them because they had you know like one of these uh uh dual cabs you know and so right. jen and i sat in the in the back seat of the dual cab and uh chatted with them a little bit and and, and you know i guess in the area not only is it good for uh Bicycling, it's also good for horseback riding. Mm -hmm. And there was like a horse uh, trails club meeting uh, at uh, one of the bars in a little crossroads town, not far from where we uh, blew the chain out. And uh, yeah, so they were telling us that they had spent the morning uh, riding horses with, you know, maybe a couple dozen other people. Wow. So it was really uh, fun to chat with them. And then we actually... Uh, Went back, uh, we, you know, we loaded up the, after they dropped us off, loaded up the truck, headed back to the, to the bar where they said they had, uh, the, the trail club was, and we had lunch there. What was it? What'd you have? Probably just a burger and a beer, you know, that's usually these places, but, yeah. uh, I remember, I remember too, that the waitress uh, had a broken arm. <laughs> <laughs> Her arm was in a cast. I remember that. <laughs> was it a riding accident? Cycling accident? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she fell off her horse. But there were horses in the lot, you know, yeah. out in the parking lot. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, that so county yeah, is also fun. a place for motorcycles too. Oh sure. Yeah, a really. Well, the whole Driftless area with those. Uh, I mean, really, it's it's like uh, Appalachia. You know, uh, it reminds me of Appalachia. Uh, with, I, I guess you can't call them mountains, but it seems like it. And then these curvy, twisty roads that go in and out of the coolies and up and down the hills. It's just, man, I, I just, it's just so much fun. It's just breathtaking every time yeah. you turn a curve. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the roads are not, you know, heavily traveled by any, uh, uh, you know, by the locals really, because these are, uh, you know, farm roads. These are old dairy, uh, dairy roads. Yeah, they basically uh, go nowhere. They go nowhere to nowhere. And yeah. uh, you really, like, if you were to drive through Tremolo County, you're not going to go on any of these roads because they'll go take you way out of your way. Yeah. Yeah, they just go off to little remote farms and mm -hmm. uh, half-empty towns, that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's just a it's a paradise for for motorcyclists and bikers and and uh, even horse, you know, uh, horse riding. Yep. Yeah, yep. So it it's, is. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, you know, boy, triple O. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, you have to be in a good state of mind, I guess, and talking about that it's uh can't wait to get back down there again in the summer i've never been there in the winter i don't know i bet it's fantastic i would imagine skiing would be outstanding snowmobiles snowmobiles probably yeah mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've never been in trempolo in the winter i bet you know spent winters in lacrosse when i went to school there and it was cold yeah, cool, sure. There's a Packer game on the on the TV, and then of course the Wisconsin's Great uh, River Road goes through there, and mm -hmm. uh, you know there is a there is even a, a paved bike trail. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that, but that paved trail uh, that connects uh, down to uh, Lacrosse, and yeah, it it's called the Great River Great River State Trail. It's a yeah. twenty-four mile uh, trail mm -hmm. for bicycles, and Essentially I believe a, a commuter trail almost for uh, people who live in Trempolo and work in Lacrosse. Yeah, and all points in between. Mm -hmm. And in the and in the winter, uh, you can take your snowmobile on those trails too. I think. I believe so. Yeah. So the snowmobiling down there in the winter would be fantastic. Uh, and Keith, I see there's a new coffee shop in Trempolo, too. Really? There was no coffee shop there when I was there. That would have been my one my one uh, uh, wish, I, I'm sure, when I was there. Well, they've answered your question. It's called the Driftless Bike and Bean. Whoa! Well, that's it. We gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wow. looking at their uh, Facebook page. An espresso and coffee cafe with ice cream and full service bike and rental shop. Oh my God, that's my that's yeah. that's heaven. That's your uh, dream job, right there. That's Keith, my dream it? heaven. Yeah, I mean, what more? Do, what more do you need? Yeah, it's uh, right across ice the street, cream, basically. coffee, and biking. Oh yeah. wow, and donuts and scone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, chili. Oh my right God. on the little main street there of Trempolo. Oh man. I remember when I was there, 
I don't know what we did for coffee when it was you and I on our on our bike ride. Oh wow, yeah, it's right on that main street that goes right into the river. But I remember when I was there for the for the meetings or the conference, and I, oh my God, I think I went into the grocery store and they didn't have anything. And then I, uh, uh, I ended up, you know, when you have these uh, meetings, I was working for the states then, and uh, they have you know, those old metal coffee urn things that they set up and yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. just atrocious coffee, but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it got you going. It got me going. Yep. Yep. And now somebody has spotted that weakness in Trempolo and they beat you to it and they o- open the driftless. And they're uh, just getting and rich. They're, they're becoming yeah. tycoons because. Yeah. Oh <sighs> man. Well, how long ago was that, Keith, uh, when you were working uh, for the Border Commission? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was 1999. <laughs> so you had 20 years to develop this uh, yeah. bike and coffee shop in Trempolo? Well, I've been trying to get it right. You know, it was <laughs> like, uh, you know, and I'm, hmm, this place needs a coffee shop. Well, let, <laughs> yeah. me, let me give it some thought. Let me give it 20 years of thinking. Oh. <laughs> Well, we'll have to get down there hopefully this summer, and yes. uh, and we could do a uh, do a, a reunion show down there. Yes, and a little biking, do a little biking. Well, absolutely. Oh my God, yeah. I, this yep. almost hurts my heart. I want to be there so much now. Yeah, it's it's uh, it'll be a it'll be a fast winter, Keith, and we'll get down there check out that bike and bean coffee shop mm. yeah even if the COVID is going i'm still going in i'm masking up and going in yeah yeah there's, there's no COVID out on those uh loop trails you know no no it's uh, outdoor activities that's mm-hmm. what uh we're doing mm-hmm. um, and you know keith to to kind of uh spur along the uh outdoor activity idea here i think uh You've gotten gonna, some special plan, don't you, Mark? I do, Keith. I have uh, the very first installment of the Minnesconsin Wiscasota Outdoor Field Report. Outdoor Field Report. Yes, and uh, and you know we usually do an essay to wrap things up here, but I think uh, we'll we'll plug in an outdoor field report every once in a while. Yeah. Hey, you know there are no rules yeah. in Wiscasota. There are no right. no formalities here. You, we we play it. We take what it comes and we just deal with it. So, but what yep. is this? This is an outdoor field report. Yep. And so I've uh, Jen and I and uh, some friends of ours, uh, Dave and Amy, uh, we did a little snowshoeing up on the Sucker River, and uh, it's just north of uh, Duluth. And uh, yeah, I did a little uh, field field recording there. So uh, why don't we uh, just turn it over to uh, the first uh, Minnesconsin Wiscasota field report, and uh, we'll have a listen to that, and we'll be back uh, next week, Keith, with another installment of uh, Minnesconsin and Wiscasota. That's right. Cued up, man. Mark Nikolaski here with a. Minnesconsin, Wiscasota outdoor field report. And today 
We're snowshoeing up the Sucker River. The river is located about halfway between Duluth and Two Harbors on Highway 61 in Minnesconsin. Uh, the river, well, it's about a two-mile hike uh, from, we're starting down by Lake Superior and walking up the river uh, about two miles. Get to a plateau and it's through an amazing rocky gorge with cliffs on both sides going up maybe 30, 40 feet high, rocky orange and black stone with the great white pines sticking out at the tops. Um, the river, you say, what are you doing hiking on a river? That's right, the river is frozen along the edges, but in the middle we have open water, and it's uh, just a surreal experience to be standing right next to these open rapids, water gushing through, forming beautiful ice crystals on the side, deep snow banks, uh, the black water, the white snow, uh, still green ever tre evergreen trees, just a beautiful view, uh, really unique experience. Um, just using uh, snowshoes and uh, we have some uh, hiking poles. That's about all you really need. Um, we've seen a little bit of wildlife. Uh, we saw an eagle and a woodpecker, hairy woodpecker, some deer tracks, and one of the other hikers on this route uh, said he saw a mink dodge into a snowbank. So uh, it's a well-trod trail, so I think anybody could do this with a good pair of snowshoes. Um, there's some other spots to do this along in the North Shore here in Minnesconsin, Wisconsin. Uh, the Split Rock River has a beautiful uh, canyon gorge to hike through, and uh, so does the Crow River. Uh, but really, the highlight here is uh, hiking up and down what would be, you know, 20 or 30 foot waterfalls uh, with the water just running right next to you, uh, forming these ice crystals and, of course, on the rocky cliffs in some spots there's icicles uh, just coming out of the stone. Um, yeah, just a, a great, very unique hiking experience, uh, one that any winter hiking outdoor enthusiast would love. And, uh, you know, like in our podcast kind of stresses the things that are that are unusual and and uh, different, and we're taking you off into these uh, rare hike along the North Shore in Minnesconsin. So, uh, yeah, we're going to sign off from the Sucker River uh, and this uh, Minnesconsin Wiscasota Outdoor Field Report. Mark Niklaski saying we'll see you out in the great outdoors next time. Listening to the Minnesconsin Wiscasota podcast with your hosts Mark Niklauski and Keith Ulig. Got a question for Mark or Keith? You can email them at mnwipodcast at gmail.com. That's mnwipodcast 
at gmail.com. Or you can share your thoughts on the Minnesconsin Wisconsin Facebook page. Thank you.